Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Attention, all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers. All you visionaries and non-conformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. Unlike nine out of ten people, your mind is irrepressible. And this threatens authority. You were born to be a revolutionary. And it wants them eliminated. So your whole life you've been told your strengths were weaknesses. Now I'm telling you otherwise. Your impulsivity is a gift. Impulses are your key to the miraculous. Your distractibility is an artifact of your inspired creativity. Your mood swings reflect the natural pulse of life. They give you unstoppable energy when you're high, deep soulful insight when you're low. Diagnosed with a disorder, that's society's latest way to deny its own illness by pointing the finger at you. Your addictive personality is just a symptom of your vast, underused capacity for heroic creative expression and spiritual connection. Your utter lack of repression, your wide-eyed idealism, your unmitigated open mind. Didn't anyone ever tell you? These are the traits shared by the greatest Give it to 
society begs you to ignore it, the way stirs you inside. Neurological repression blocks most people's awareness of the way. Censoring all thoughts and impulses from the unconscious is their prefrontal cortex, the Gestapo of the brain. Nothing which violates its socialized programming even gets through. But your mind is different. Your mind has been cracked wide open to the way. By some miraculous genetic trait, some psychotropic chemical, or maybe even by the will of your own soul, your brain's reward pathways have been hijacked. Dopamine employed to overthrow the fascist dictatorship of your prefrontal cortex. Now your brain is free of repression. to the way. Their brains are hardwired to enforce the social programming indoctrinated since birth. Unlike you, they cannot break out of this programming because they have not yet experienced the necessary revolution of mind. These program people take social institutions and rules very seriously. Society is full of games programmed to keep people's minds occupied so they will not revolt. These games often cause sick fixations on peculiar protocols, power structures, taboos, and domination, all subtle forms of human bondage. This distinct form of madness is not only tolerated by the masses, but insisted upon. The program ones believe in rules so forcefully, they become willing to destroy anyone who violates them. Wayseers are the ones who call their bluff. Wayseer minds are free to reject social programming. Wayseers readily see these social institutions for what they are, imaginary games. Wayseers comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Helping those who are lost in these games and refuse to help themselves is the calling of many Wayseers. Since Wayseers are the ones who keep contact with the original source of reality, they are able to disrupt societal conventions and even governments realign humanity with the way. The wayseers are an ancient lineage, a kind of priesthood, carriers of the flame, ones in the know. There must always be wayseers to reform the dizzying, psychotic, spinning wheels of society, giant, mindless hamster wheels, obscuring the pure blue sky, keeping humanity shackled in a darkened cage. So wayseers are called to shed light on the madness of society, Wayseers reveal this divine truth by devoting themselves to the 
Welcome to the Asu Show that's, again, surrounded in bugs and everything else to go with it. So um, I apologize for cough, sneezes, and suddenly quietness if I actually go quiet. I really can't see that happening tonight, but, you know, who knows? Um, we have got a very special guest on the show tonight. Uh, hopefully, if this all works, because we're fetching him in via Skype. Um, hi, Mike, how are you doing? I'm here. Are you, are you here? <laughs> I'm, I'm, like my mum said, you're here, but you're not all there. <laughs> I can sort of go with that, but I don't want to announce that too loud. <laughs> oh, How are you doing? Yeah, I'm like you. I think I've got something. Looks like it'll be oh. mantling and it'll be touch and go, but, you know, I'll be fine. Yes. Now, your Skype sounds a little bit um, a, a bit rubbish, to say the least, so hopefully let's see oh, if this will... Uh, see if we'll sort that out. I've shut all the other pages on my Facebook, and all the Facebook is off and everything, so hopefully we should be able to get it right shortly. So um, just everybody in the chat room, if you can keep an eye on how the it will be, um, by all means have a listen in and let us know that uh, you can hear Michael okay. So, Michael, first of all, tell everybody about yourself, all bad and good. It's all allowed. <laughs> well, no, no police around, is it? Um <laughs> No, I was born in Liverpool um, a long time ago, born in Toxteth. Um Demonstrated some mediumship abilities at an early age. Uh, that became um, a little bit too hot to handle. So, um, like a lot of people, you, you, you tend to put it to the back and forget about it or ignore it, you know. Like I used to say things and I'd say to one of my mates, Paul, I'd say, Paul, did you see that? And he'd say, no. And then I realise, you know, not everyone sees things, and, and you think, oh, God, I'm mad now. So you, you you stay quiet, and that went through the early years, you know, did the usual stuff, played football match, played football, played American football, you know, all the usual stuff. Um, and then, 90s, early, early 90s, I was student union president in Liverpool for the main college there. Um, and weird stuff started happening, and I couldn't control it. And I, I actually went to the doctor and said, you know, look, doc, I'm mad. He said, no, I've known you for a long time. He said, you're not mad. He said, in the, in the, in the clinical centres of the world. He said, but luckily he was, a, he was a spiritualist. And he said, look, pop down, go see this person, have a talk to him. Because he said, what you're describing to me is spiritual rather than mental. And thankfully, I'd actually caught a doctor who who, who believed in the spirit world and, and, and who had, actually had connections to it, you know. So I went there and he just said to me, he said, you're a medium, don't you know that? I said, well, you know, I, I've heard it for as long as I can. He said, but you can't do it now. He said, you've got to. It's just, you know, this is it now, it's time to work. And the weird thing was, I won't say it on the radio, because, but the situation was something happened on the Friday that week mm. where I was working. 
and I thought, oh, I'm be, I'll never work again. Uh, I got home, 10 o'clock in the morning, and I got a phone call saying, do you want to do some reading for us online? <laughs> and that's what convinced me. I thought, you know, th- this isn't a coincidence. This is not a coincidence. And I, I know, you, you know, mediums, we're the skeptics, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we 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 challenge everything. We we question everything. <laughs> we we you know, and a true medium is 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 a question that they will not accept it as a face value because you can do so much damage if you take the wrong messages and throw them out. And yeah, like we said, I spoke to you on the air last week. That, you know, the, the, for all the goods, for all the good in spirits, there's also the negative side as well, and there's a continual battle between the two. Yeah, and yeah, you've I got do. to be aware um, of that. But anyway, yeah. I'm here now. I've I've been over to a this year. I was over there in 2006 making um, TV programs. Um, I lived in London, Staffordshire, York, in Philadelphia, lived a couple of in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles frightened me <laughs> because uh, yeah, I mean I'm considered a nutcase, but what? I okay. mean, I'm, I'm abnormal compared to anyone in Napoli, so I come out a bit quick. I, I'm not staying here. Um, <laughs> I'm back to North Yorkshire. So, you know, it's one of those uh, wondrous events, isn't it? You know, yeah. We don't go Michael, nowhere. have you got any other pages open besides Skype on your computer? Um, like what? I mean, you're talking Anything. to somebody who... I've got a computer that's as old as the TARDIS. And I've got the technical ability of Donald Duck. Right. If you just leave your Skype open and shut everything else off for now, because apparently it might right. be affecting your Skype because it's slowing your internet down. Oh, right. Right, we'll turn now, Don't worry, off. your fans won't mind you not being on there at the, on, on Facebook at the moment, love. <laughs> what fans? <laughs> <laughs> No, and, and just for the record, everybody, um, just to let everybody know that doesn't know Michael, I've only known Michael since literally last week, since Lisa Bretta very kindly introduced me to him. I may have to curse her later on in the week, but at the moment it's okay. Oh, you will. Um, <laughs> but Michael is very much one of these. There's mediums that will sit at the top of the stage and will shout who they worked for and who they worked with. Michael is very much the opposite and has literally... Um, worked with some top people and does have an excellent ability and I have been told by Lisa Bretta that he's one of the best and after saying different things to me I can actually say he's definitely proved himself to me although I have got one small question I didn't have no meeting didn't have my meeting or nothing on the Tuesday that you said maybe coming up did you get a letter about business did you get a phone call about business no nothing Okay. Hey, don't worry. I wasn't expecting a refund off a free reading. <laughs> no, no, just watch out. I mean, you know, the timing, you know, as you know yourself, timing can be a bit. Yeah. Watch out for this. This has got something to do with TV. Okay. Well, I'm, I, to be honest, Michael, at the moment, and you'll actually know what I mean. 
I, I'm fighting with myself to a bit, and I think everybody's in the same thing, because obviously we, we've spoken to Lisa Brett and myself, and you both know Lisa. And, you know, what with the shift going on, everybody seems to be battling with everybody, um, and all oh. we seem to be battling with ourselves. And I, for one, am doing exactly that. I literally... At the moment, I do this show. I do it Monday to Sun- Monday to Sunday. No, Monday to Saturday. Even though I did do Sunday show in memory of my daughter. But I literally, I'm sat here questioning myself, saying, "Why am I doing it? What am I doing it for? And where's it going to go from here?" And I'm like trying to get more people onto the show, and I'm trying to get better people, and trying to get better mediums, and trying to get better news things on and you know we have loads of different things you know we talk about animal cruelty child cruelty um loads of different things i mean i've spoken to a, com- um, a charity today that medium deals with, um, sorry medium cruelty i've been hit with a bloody big bible what yeah oh yeah well, so well, I mean, well, and i just feel I just feel like yeah. I'm battling with myself at the minute, and I'm I'm in an orange. Do I carry on with the radio, or do I do something else? You know, I'm a, and and I. No, TV, <coughs> TV's good. And what I'm saying to you is that you know, and 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 I I I spend a lot of time by myself, a lot of time on my own, and and you know sometimes I want to, sometimes you don't, but I always need that time to to reflect and to to, to meditate and to, to study, and and the one thing I found out. A true medium in this world doesn't have an easy journey. It doesn't have what, Tommy? Because we've chosen a path to come in here, and believe me, when after my first marriage ended, it all started to become clear what happened to me before. I mean, the stories I tell you, well, I'll tell you one later, you won't believe, but it's, it's all about that we've come here. I've agreed to do this before we came here. This is part of our, our agreement. We've come yeah. here to work in servitude. And, and yeah. I snow medium. He never went on the stage. He never went on the court. He never did anything. Just for the people he knew. And he, he was so wise, this guy. He's an older guy. And he said to me, he said, uh, you're the medium, aren't you? I said, yeah. He said, do you want a medium? And I would be honest with you, at the time, it's not completely lightly. You know, <laughs> I always thought it was like I was on the telly and I thought, I'm not standing here prancing around. And he said to me, God, he said, because you know what? He said, there's millions of people out there watching the TV and they want to be a medium. He said, but you know what? If they had to go through what you've got to go through to be one, he said, they change mind in a second. He said, you don't. And he said, until things change, and he was talking about 2012 and that when He said, when the things change, he said, things, the situation changes with the UMPs, he said, then it'll ease off. He said, people will come to you, or you will come to people. He said, you'll form friendships with like-minded people who don't do the backstabbing, who don't do the talking, he said, then you'll know that it's about to start. And I think that's where we're at now. Yeah, yeah. I think we're this at is the thing. I mean, where... I mean, I, I was telling you earlier, I mean, there's been so much, I mean, I, people are trying, and I, it's so funny, I always say, <laughs> what I say to other people, I don't always take on board myself, and I think we're all guilty of that. And I actually yeah. say to people, if they're hitting... If they're trying to knock you down, it's because you're way above them. If they're trying to stab you in the back, it's because you're way in front of them. And I keep trying to say to myself this every single day. I keep saying, no, this is the way, this is not why they're doing it. This is why you're not getting anywhere. And then, you know, <coughs> I try to help so many people. But then you ask for help back, and, and suddenly you're on moan. 
And it's like, hold on a minute, what's happened to this society? What happened to community? What happened to borrowing each other a bag of sugar? What happened to, you know, going around to somebody else's house for a cup of tea? I've got a theory on that. Okay. Maggie Thatcher and the Thatcher years. That was when everything, the yuppies, everyone was fighting for themselves. It was a... Everyone was fighting for what he could get. It was every man for himself, and then he went out the window. Yeah. That's what happened to me, because, you know, I remember as a kid in, in, in Tochtoth, you know, we had nothing. But you know what we did yeah. have every day? Smiles. You know, we didn't yeah. we didn't want a flush, flash car. We didn't yeah. want a... We didn't want a we didn't want, you know, the best designer clothes were, didn't it? As long as we had a football to kick it out from sun up to sun down. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, that was us. We were happy. And then all this coming in of everything themselves, you've got to have designer wear. That's ruined. Kill communities. TV's out as well. Yeah. You know, and the adverts for our kids coming up to console, it's only 99.99. To some people, a lot of people, most people, 99.99 for the money. Yeah. You know, and this is everything. We've got to get what we can. And we're not, you know, we should go back to the old days when a party was a, few, you know, a couple of kids of ale, a record playing, you sat around having a laugh. Yeah. Didn't matter what you looked like or what you wore, because not everybody had a laugh. We didn't, we didn't judge people by what they wore. Yeah. You know, we, we, exactly. we were more people, people, weren't we? Yep. Well, it's like I think I said last week. You know, I went to New Zealand for a year, and they're so... That, that was in, that's, what is that now, 17, 18 years ago. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, back then, it was so laid back there. It wasn't a case of my car's newer than your car, my house is bigger than your house. It was none of that. Yeah. Everybody looked after everybody, you know, and they were still yeah. going to each other's houses for coffee and a natto, and, you know... Um, and everybody was going round to each other's houses just to go and watch a film and take a few drinks and whatever. And I'm just thinking, mm. <coughs> it's just absolute mad. Why? But then I keep saying to everybody, who do we blame for how everything is? And I say to people, 5% is government because they won't change the laws to protect us, okay? Yeah. The other 95% is the society. That's every single one of us, because none of us will do anything to change anything. We're all waiting for everybody else to change something. It is not going to change on its own. And that doesn't matter if it's spiritualism, if it's to do with somebody else's religion, if it's to do with, you know, the way the community is, or, you know, cruelty to animals, or cruelty to children, or gun laws, or whatever it may be. It's yeah. never, ever going to change just one person on their own. No, but, you see, this is what I think, this changes in all this. You know, everyone's expecting the end of the world on Saturday. I mean, it'll be a little bit get beaten by Fulham. Um, but what they're not saying is that, you know, that it's going to change, but it's not a change in that dramatic. What it is, it's coming to a, a part of space that the Earth never been before. People believe that as we pass through this next couple of months, we're moving into an area where, you know, that there's extraterrestrial air will be in range of contact. Yeah. That's where we receive no contact. 
um, spiritually that we will this change is for us to broaden our spiritual stroke intellectual self because if we don't broaden our intellectual self one we'll never be able to communicate with another race because we will, it'll be like Einstein talking to a frog and the other thing yeah. is if we go on the way we are we're going to destroy ourselves yeah. And this is the big thing. And people said to what someone said to me about the aliens, don't don't give a monkeys if we blow each ourselves up. I said, what do you do? Because of balance in the universe. Now, I do a lot of studying on all sorts of stuff. I do the paranormal work, mediumship, cryptozoology, and, you know, UFOs. Well, in the last couple of years, something noticeable is happening. Every now and then, Russia, China, America, a UFO is seen over the nuclear base where they store the nuclear weapons ready for firing. And every yeah. time those they've turned, they've turned up, they've switched those machines off. And in, in a place yeah. called um, in, in Montana, 20 missiles went offline. They're not connected to each other. Just, the thing just turned up and switched them off. And what they were saying was, look, we know what you're up to. Behave. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to 2012 onwards, you know, from Saturday on, because I believe that emotional ministry will start to change. But have you seen it? With the disgust over the MPs, with the disgust over the banks, people are looking for alternative ways now. Yes. The seats are being so. Yeah. You know? I, think, I think there is a majority of people that are actually starting to wake up. Do you know what I mean? But then, I mean, we can't force them to wake up. It'll only um, come when it's ready, I suppose, isn't it? You know, it, it'll be there when it's there. But I, I, I even yeah, look well, around, I you know, when I, I even well, when I go around Tesco's, if I go shopping or whatever else, do you know what I mean? And I look at people, and they're just not happy anymore, Mike. You know, we, me and you were talking of an last before exactly. on the phone. Then. Well, it is, and that's why it's changing, because... They're being downloaded with all this, this, this change. I mean, it's that actual fact, and the doctor will... I hope there's any doctors that do something later. The RNA is changing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard about that? So why is it changing? I, I didn't hear that last bit. Sorry, say it again. The RNA is changing. I still missed it. Say it again, sorry. Right. You know, it's a, it's a fact. I've, I've, I've locked it up. And I've done a bit of studying. You know the DNA, the human DNA? Yes, yes, sorry, yeah. It's changing. Right. Now, and I've I heard a few people say this. Yeah, now, a lot of people, I don't know if people out there can verify this, but a lot of people are having little wobbles, like dizzy spells or the feeling of a heavy or the feeling of a... Mm. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with them. And I think this is all part of this DNA change. They're changing our DNA so that we can accept what's coming. And we aren't going to be hit by a rogue bloody planet. We're not going to be tidal waves off wherever we are. No. It's our but next stage. We should grasp this and go with it. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, what, if people, people will change, it will become more work in the society. When people say to me, oh, that the world's going to end on the 21st, I said, yes, it is. And they look at me and they go, oh, oh, you really do believe it? And I'm like, no, I mean, as in, it's the old part is going to change. This is the new part. 
One second. <coughs> I hope you make it to the twenty first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will either. I'm gonna go to the vets, I think. <laughs> uh, we we're just uh, not doing well to this area, I tell you.
He said, why are you bouncing me down this road on this album? He said, because I love you. And I sometimes question that. When, when I see things like this shooting in Connecticut, when I see things like Dunblane, when I see things like Hillsborough and places like that, I often say to myself, was it really necessary? Yeah. You know, I, I sometimes I question it then when I think, you know, that, you know, but that's just an easy friction with me. I mean, normally I always, I, I, you know, I've lost a lot of members of my family and I put it, you know, I, I know where they've gone and they're happy and I'm okay with that. So I don't yeah. do it on a personal level, but I do do it, you know, when you get caught up in that rush. Yep. You know, you tend to, you think, but was it really their destiny to be crushed to death shot? I mean, what, what good is killing kids? I mean, what's that going to be? Yep. What's that going to but you don't know what goes on, and you've got to be. And that's where faith comes in. But you've got to say to yourself, you know, I trust the other side. I trust where it's made it. And you know, they know best. You've got, you've got to. If I trust the doctor, you know, he knows what's best. I'll do what he says. You know, but there are times. You know, there are times when you question it. Yeah. But I mean, see, if you uh, question it, then you, 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 to my mind, you're a bit of a fanatic, and then that's not good either. Yeah. See, the time that I questioned it was when I lost my daughter. And I, mm. and obviously at that time I couldn't understand it. It was like, why would you take my daughter away from me? I can't believe any, you know, and, and you know, and I, I was at that time, I didn't really believe in God, but I still blamed him anyway. And I just said to everybody, I, I just don't believe in anything anymore. You know, whatever is the reason for taking my daughter. And then I say to everybody now, it's because they wanted me to realize that life is too short and it was her that decided it was a sacrifice to me to make me realise that life is too short. Yeah. Yeah, but you see, you see, the other thing is, the, the only time, I mean, I questioned it personally, like that too. Mm. And that was because I, I mean, what happened with me was, um, what happened with me was that we, we, I switched my mum's life support machine off. And three or four weeks later, the, the professor phoned me up and she said, look, she didn't have MRSA, she had Legionnaires, disease. Could've, we could have saved her. And, you know, that 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 made me question, what what good did that do me? Yeah. What, 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 good, what good did that... What good did that... Um, what, 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 why was that, why was that? I don't know, but I've got to take it on faith that, you know, that was a time yeah. and, and, and and I had to let go. Yeah. You know, but that, that as I say, that's the only time personally I've done it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Now, um, I know I've got somebody that's going to be waiting on the lines in a moment, um, who's um, wanting to speak to you, um, and, yeah, sure. and can actually, I can, I'm not going to say too much, but, um, is very much having the trouble <coughs> dealing with past and trying to move on from it. And it's like I was talking to you the other day, wasn't I, saying about my mum and dad and everything, and you were saying to forgive. Yeah. But what about those yeah. that really can't, are really struggling to move on? You know, we're in this time of change. We do need to forgive or move on or, and forget or whatever it may yeah. be. 
but we do need to move on from it. What advice yeah. can you give, Michael, to all those people that are feeling like they want to move on but feel like they really have got a hard hard yeah, time I mean, is all I'm going to say to it? Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a hard life. I mean, I've had a lot of emotional stress. I've had a lot of other kinds of... I mean, I've been kicked while I was down a lot. And it come in a dream to me once. I used to fight everything. I'd, start, I'd fight and I'd, I'd, I'd hate Troy and I'd be nasty and I'd think, right, you know, they're not getting away with that. And then one day I had a dream where I was fighting all my demons. And it wasn't like a dream, it was midday, it was in the day and I was just sitting on the couch about 1990, 91. And I, I'd really gone through a bad time, I'd had some terrible things happening at work and all. Everything was hitting me at once. And and in this like dream stroke vision, I was fighting this dark shadow. And I mean, we were both going at it. I mean, I was giving him a belt. He was giving me one. And there was no mercy shown. <laughs> and all of a sudden, to the right, I was remember this, this woman. And she was dressed in a white robe. And she, she was a lovely looking woman. She, I mean, I stopped to look at it and got a good belt, you know. And then she said, she said, step back. So the can't. I've got to fight. He's going to kill me. She said, step back. She said, do not fight it. And I stepped back. And as I stepped back, the, the, the shadow seemed to lose its head, its power. She said, keep stepping back. And she said, keep, this up. keep going, keep stepping back. And I did to about 20 foot, and it just diminished. And I looked, and yeah. I said, well... What have I done? He said, "You've cut the ties." He said, "Don't get done." She said, "Let them go." And from that day on, I recovered from a serious illness. I was really, I was ill. I was depressed over my illness. I was virtually on the point of suicide. And and from that day on, and I couldn't. I, and because of it, I developed like what you call monophobia. And uh, agoraphobia. Couldn't go out, and I couldn't be. I, I hated being on my own. It was like real. Oh, shocking! Couldn't you know, practically on your own. It was like if I'm on my own, you know, things start happening. And and as soon as I come out of there, my son was in the hospital getting his teeth out, and he wanted me to go, and I couldn't go out. And my ex-wife had taken him, so what I did was I went, got in the car and drove to the hospital. Now, people were shocked when I did that. And that tells mm. me that was something that was something real that happened to me. And that's what I say to anybody. When the things yeah. in the past come and get us and when they, they follow us and we try and beat them, you know, sometimes fighting it isn't the answer. Yeah. Sometimes saying, no, this is so horrible, but whoever caused this for me, I'll, I'll forgive you. Yeah. Because don't forget, if you don't forgive them, they must probably don't bother. But it's your blood pressure that goes up, it's your stress levels that go up, not theirs. Yes. But what you're basically doing by not forgiving them is punishing yourself. And you're not the one to be punished. Yeah. So you've got to step back and say, look, I forgive you. It makes you a better being. It makes you. It, it takes you up a level. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. so... And like I said to you last week when we spoke to you, it's so difficult to do. It's so hard. It is. But I would, you, if you try it, and it becomes less hard because you see the results. Yeah. 
you know, and and that's why I take everything as a joke now. You know, yeah. and, and I'm serious when I do the readings. Obviously, I mean, and I'm serious about people's stresses and, and loss. Yeah. I always bring human into it because you know what? It's the best medicine for the soul you'll mm. find. I agree and, with and, that, and totally. About our souls are damaged. Yeah. We make ourselves ill. And look at the word disease. It's all about your spirit. It's, you know, cut the word in half. Disease. You're the disease yeah. with yourself. Yeah. And most, I think most illnesses are caused by the stresses we have, by the. But you know, by the internal sort of going on, you know. Yeah. And that's why I. That's why I always say to people, if you can, it, it, you will be so much happier if you can. If you can forgive others for what they've done. Yeah. You know, and Definitely. hopefully they'll forgive you as well, and they'll have a better life if you've done something. Yeah, I can, I can go with that. It, you're right. It is hard. Soul. I mean, I know. You know, I know. Oh, people be, believe me. Just, I mean, I, I'm a scouter from Tottenham. My first impression is, you know, let's go for it. Yeah. You know, that was that was most of my life. I'd, I'd get aggressive, or I'd get, I, you know, I've got a mouth on me. I've said things that I shouldn't really say to people. But I realised, and if you, instead of saying something nasty, say something funny. Yeah. You know. But I think I think a lot of the time we, we blame ourselves for the things we haven't done. We blame ourselves for things other people have done for allowing it to happen. Yeah. You know, in the end, I always think too that, you know, the world we're in isn't our world. It's not where we come from. We're spirit, we come from somebody else. And what we do is, this is college for us. This is uni. On the other side, there's no negativity. On the other side, there's no, there's no really bad things. I mean, there is in the realm of the spirit world, but where we come from, we've chosen, we come from the light. That we have to come here and live a life or two to learn things. Because if we don't know what hard is, how do we know what soft is? If we don't know what bad is, how can we really realize what good is? We have to get that balance, and then we can move on as spirits. Yeah. It's all part of an education as well. So I try and build that into my philosophy for life. And, you know, people say, you know, you're as nutty as a few say, yeah, but I've got a smile on my face. <laughs> exactly. Yours. Exactly. You know, you know yes, and that's the way... That you, totally. You know, we all get things in the past. We regret losing people. We, you know, living and dead. We get yeah. actions taken... <coughs> But we can't change that now. What we can change is our attitude to it. Our attitude is, if someone you feel you hurt, ask them for forgiveness. If you need to forgive them, forgive them. Yeah. Because yeah. it does, it, your spirit, it's like everything else. It's, that act of forgiveness is like getting a couple of gay levels. It, 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 it you spirit, you you, you 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 elevate within. Yeah. You become, you know, you become more like passing tests and exams. And you look at the people who've been able to forgive in this world; they are the happiest. 
you know, what did yeah. Mahatma say when he was laying there? The guy stabbed him. He was dying. And he was worried about, please, don't jail him and don't hurt him. He's freaking. Yeah. You know, and that is your man to look at. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, this is what it's, I mean. it's protecting ourselves as well. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know, so, and I know um, some heinous things. Sorry? Sorry, say it again, Mike. Carry on. I know some heinous things have been to people in the world, and, and you know, if only we could learn to forgive in a bigger way, you know, maybe we wouldn't have a situation with Israel and the Arab states. Maybe we wouldn't have a situation with Al-Qaeda and America and Britain. Maybe, you know, we get that. We've got to forgive each other and get trust back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I, I really hope the aliens do turn up because that Ronald Reagan was right where he said he said overnight he said our attitude to each other will change the minute an alien space turns up yeah people realise how small we are the second dust on the moon nowhere and yeah. then we'll get on to all position and that does happen because we can do with it feels tired of fighting yeah um it's gone very quiet in the chat room, so you must be making a lot of sense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, right, let's go to the yeah, first call. Away. Been... You might have run away. Sorry? You all might have run away. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're, I think they're all listening. I know we are having a few problems with the sound, but we can just about hear you okay. It's a bit it's a bit crackly, but it's okay. Um, I'm going to um, bring in Kathy on the line. Hi, Kathy, how are you doing? Hi Sue, hi Michael. I'm wonderful. How are you? I said hi Michael. How are you, darling? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm always smile because I'm... what you say is, is you know, there's always someone worse off than you, and there's always somebody more upset. Or so, you know. I, I thank God I'm not on the bottom of the pack. I always tell I always tell people, Michael, that, you know, if we all could throw all of our problems into one big pile, we would probably want to pick our own right back out. Yeah. You know, you know what, everybody that, has problems. You know what, I, I, I was very lucky. I, I had a, an uncle who I went through, you know what you do when you're 16, and... This uncle, Uncle Len, was round at our house. And he said, what's up with you? I said, I'm fed up. I said, I'm really fed up. He said, right, come with me. And he took me down to the hospital. Where he'd just been, he had a bad idea. And he took me round the ward and the camp. He'd walk around that ward and come back here. And he said, if you come back and you say you're fed up, he said, I'm going to swing for you. And it worked. <laughs> You know, when you see the people out there who are so, yes. you know, when you, our problem, okay, so I can't get to see the football match, so I can't get out for a night out. There's people out there can't put food in the children's mouths. You're right. You know, and, and you know, look at those people, Christmas coming up, God bless them in Connecticut. Exactly. Michael, no, every not- morning, every morning that I wake up, 
as I get in the shower. I mean, as I'm putting my foot in, I am thanking God for having a roof over my head, for food in my fridge, for a, a bed to sleep in, safety for my fur babies, and a roof over my head. I'm, I'm a very humble, very grateful person. But I'm, I'm having a lot of struggles, and, and Sue and I will talk about it. And, um, you know, uh, what you were talking about a moment ago, forgiveness, and, and I understand that part, but... Um, I I have I think I've got I think I've gotten the forgiveness part, but I can't forgive myself for allowing it to happen. Now explain well, I, to me what the magic what the magic solution is there. Yeah, but you see the magic solution is did you learn anything from what happened? Oh I'll learn it'll never happen again. <laughs> there you yeah. go. But I believe we come with a an agenda, shall we say, from the other side of things we have to go through. Okay? Now, that that agenda could have, well, would have been that which you went through. Now, as hard as it is, when you ask, and it won't be for no time, right? You may come over as a guide that will help people going through what you're going through. I, I had so a reading always years a ago. Pardon? There's always a reason. And you're an old soul, too. I, I, I was told years ago that I was a warrior, a female warrior in prior life. <clears throat> and several of the listeners already know this uh, about me because I, I co-hosted a show with Sue. <clears throat> and um, I had uh, the man that I was going to marry, he, he almost killed me. And um, I fought for my life, and I won. I lived. And he just shot and killed his 20-year-old son this past June. Did he have a brain Did he? Yeah. No, he had an alcohol problem. Uh, because I see something with the brain. There was the, when you mentioned him. Yeah, oh, he had some serious uh, anger management issues. He uh, blamed everything on Vietnam, and he was a uh, very angry, upset person. Uh, he he did have some. He he had some demons that he was fighting that he would never talk to anybody about. His father had never told him he loved him. That's that to me is devastating just to hear another person say that. Because I come from a very loving family, mm. and um, yeah, I, he he may have had a tumor, or may he may have a tumor. I, I don't know, but I do know that he did have some mental issues that he really should have sought counseling for because he was a scary. He's, he's still a scary person, and I I haven't seen him in seven years. He has no idea where I am. I've been in hiding for seven years, so. But you know, I don't. I don't sit in a dark room by myself. I have a life. I just don't live in that area any longer, and I have a different set of friends. I, you know, I've I've, I've thought long and hard about how I've got to move forward. I've got to move forward. But something else I I really wanted to ask you about. Right before I sat down, um, the show was loading. My my page was loading, and this happens to me all the time. I will get my body, my face, my even my toes, everything, will be, I will get covered in chill bumps, and I'll even shudder. It's like just such an impactful feeling 
but it's, I'm not cold. There's, I mean, it's warm in my home, I, and you know, I, I'm. It's, it's not from cold. That's what I'm saying. What, what, what is going on with that with me? Because I, I know that. Well, to me, I, to me, whenever you get that kind of sensation, it's, it's sensing the spirit around you. Uh, that's that's pretty much what I'm thinking. I, both my parents have yeah. passed. Don't forget, spirit needs energy, right? Heat right. is energy. They will draw your body weight off to give them, you know, the ability to sort of be there. Yeah. So are you telling me that they're literally passing through me and taking body heat away from me? Yeah, so they could be there and watch you. Because what they're doing is, you know, if you have, um, if you have, um, if you have a, a spin of visitation, which I have, a, I, I get this a lot. Now, when you get a spirit coming into your energy, you will get some form of of heat loss. Now, when you go to these places where you do paranormal investigations, when you when you you you're aware of spirit being around you, you will see a different temperature. That drop in temperature is down to um it's like they draw that heat from you, the energy, so they can sort of stay there or be there. Yeah. I, I now, it's like sense. you're standing by a fire. You want to get warm, you draw the heat off the fire, don't you? Right. Now, that's what they're doing, but they're using that for energy. They're using the ability to move. So what you're feeling is, then, to me, you have got some sort of spiritual psychic ability because it's the early stages of them coming in to see you or getting used to you. You don't jump out to come and say, hello, I'm your spirit guide. Because you have most prospective mediums and psychics in culinary units. You know, I'm you telling you right you. now, I, I'm, I'm almost shaking uncontrollably. Your left hand's worse than the others because that's your healing hand. My what hand? My my left. My left hand is worse than what now? Yeah, yeah, that's a healing hand. Your le- my my left hand is a healing hand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I'm I'm right-handed. Okay, that that makes sense to me too. What about um? I get. Sometimes with the chills, I get a ringing in one ear. Like it's it's just I I it's I can't describe it. It's just a ringing and it shuts everything else out in one ear. Well, ringing in the ears again is contact that hasn't happened. Do you get the headaches as well? Oh gosh, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. well, the headaches are commonly known. As a psychic band. Now you're getting information through um, your ground which comes from spirit. Now, if you're not doing anything with that healing energy or with the the sort of messages you're getting, you will get a migraine because the energy's got nowhere to go. That's why you take your left hand will tingle. That's why your feet may tingle. That's why your your head and it's always a band across the top of the eyes. Oh, that it's right 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 now, right yeah. now. Well, 
their messages coming through, their energy messages coming through the arm, you, you know. So what I would do to you is if you can get into a circle where you could develop and learn how to utilize what's coming through, then yeah, you will, you'll, you'll, all these symptoms will stop. I had nothing but migraines when I was starting. Well, and I see that as you, as you go forward, that will all pass, and you'll be, you know, and eventually you'll end up in the same place, in the proper place where you should be. But don't worry about it. It's not. It's not oh, like. I don't worry. Um, no, I don't worry. I I want to know how to. I I want to welcome it. I want to understand it. I want to oh, hear. Yeah. I, I, I'm open to it. I, 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 it doesn't scare me. It doesn't alarm me. The headaches don't alarm me. Uh, I will say this. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and, and Sue, I think you know what I'm getting ready to talk about. I, I literally was talking to Sue and standing in my kitchen and doubled over and fell to my knees with a stabbing pain in my stomach. And I mean horrific like I'd never felt before. And Sue just had me stand while well, I stood up, and I envisioned myself surrounded by mirrors, but the backs of the mirrors were towards me, and the reflective part was facing out. And as soon as I got that vision in my mind, the pain was gone. And I know who was send, who was attacking me. I know who was sending me the energy. Now, it, that... That makes sense to you, right? Yeah. It, it it was amazing. I mean, Sue, you. I mean, it, it was instant. It was. I mean, it, I, I. I. I mean, listen to me. I've never lost for words, but it was amazing. <laughs> so, see, I, I welcome all this information, and that's why I tune into your show, and that's why I I, I thrive on all the education that I can glean from Sue, and her friendship is the most important thing to me. But we're just such kindred spirits and such kindred souls that I'm just constantly sponge for what I can learn through the people that she leads into my life, albeit, in this case, you. So you've answered a lot of really good questions for me. Um, yeah, but what I, I would do is is, is before, when you go to bed, yes. just just um, relax and, and, and try and... Try and sort of, you know, accept what's there and see what. Talk to them. I do that. Yeah, I mean, this is the best way of doing it. Um, you just, heard that uh, from somebody else as well, haven't you? <laughs> pardon? She's heard that from somebody else just recently as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very recently as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah I um. I, 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 in fact, quite honestly, I, I have to tell you real quick, just this week alone, um, now I have good friends that I've known for 30 years that I don't have the relationship with that I do Sue. But Sue and another friend of mine on Facebook, whom I've never met, both came to me out of love and concern, and it was like an intervention. And they said, and Sue and this person, Sue and the other woman don't know each other. But they both said to me, 
I'm so worried about you. You are in a dark hole, and and like Sue's words were, I'm handing, I'm putting the ladder in for you to climb out. And to know, I mean, that was the most special kind of love that someone took the time and the courage to say that to me because I know in my heart my friend of 30 years would not have, she would have been afraid to say that to me. And there's no reason to because when someone... I mean that that took that was an amazing thing. So I wouldn't have missed this show today for all for all the tea in China. I mean I wouldn't have missed it for anything. But I'll just cut, by the way, I just got a message for you. Yes. And I don't know if this is relevant. Um, but the love you think you've lost, you haven't. What? The <laughs> love you think you have lost, you haven't. <laughs> Do you know what, Michael? Me and you are definitely on the same wavelength. Just oh. console yourself. I actually said the same, well, put a bit, bit, bit more words, but I said the same thing to her yesterday. Well, that's what I've just been told. What part of America are you from? Uh, I'm down in the southern part, southeast, on a beach. Good old southern sex. Roll on, Dixie. You can't tell uh, the what? southern accent. Pardon? <laughs> Yeah, so you can't tell from this southern accent. <laughs> yeah, but I, didn't, I wasn't sure if it was Texas or Kentucky. <laughs> no, I, I was born in North Carolina. Ah, and I've lived, I've lived all over well, Florida and North Carolina, but North Carolina is what I call home. That message was from a woman, and I don't hate me for saying this, but she reminds me of Denmark Clampers. The message was from a woman, and she reminded you of what? Grandma Clampett from the uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It was almost like, that's one rootin' tootin' woman I wouldn't like to miss with her. I know who that was. It's your grandma, isn't it? She's my great-grandmother. My great-grandmother, yes. My great-grandmother, Alice. I just wish, I wish there was something that I wish my parents would come through. That's the one thing. I just wish that my mom or my dad could just miss me. I'm just seeing where they are. I'm just asking them where they are to see what we get back from there. Well, your mom has come through. Um every day. What My mom? In your ki- yeah, what's happening when you're in the kitchen? <laughs> it's almost like you turn around and expect to see someone in your kitchen and there's no one there. When I was a little girl, my mother would get up every morning. My mother died when I was 11. She had cancer. And she would wake up every morning. I'm an only child. She would get up, come in my bedroom, pick me up, carry me, put me in bed with my daddy. She would get dressed, and she looked like a model out of a magazine with her beautiful high heels and long fingernails and beautiful dresses. And she would put her apron on and fix a full country breakfast every morning. And my grandfather would come in from the dairy farm with fresh milk, and we'd all sit down for breakfast, and then my mother would leave and go to work. Um, But I remember 
my mother and father were canning green beans one night, and it was my bedtime. And they both came into my bedroom to say my prayers. And while they were out of the kitchen, the green bean pressure cooker exploded. Do, do you know what, though, Kathy? You know what I said to you yesterday about the fact that your your mum and dad around you and they're trying to get messages to you. Do you not see that Michael's just confirming exactly what we said yesterday? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know when you're in the kitchen, Kathy, do you ever get the feeling there's someone with you? All the time. That's it. That's why I say to you, that's where the headaches are coming from. You get messages, you know. Being, you know, you're not being shown out of the cipher them as out of, you know. If you're going to get mediumistic and psychic messages, you do need to be trained, unless you're born natural, which is a case you don't want because you can never switch off. But you, if you get it where it's, it's kind of, you know, trained, you will get those messages. And your dad. By the way, your granddad's a bit peed off, I think, because there's no hunt on the other side. I'm sorry, I, I what now? I couldn't hear you. I said, your granddad, there's no hunting on the other side. My granddad? Mm. My grandfather said there's no home for me on the other side? No. no. Hunting. <laughs> hunting. So? Yeah, Kathy, he said that your granddad said that there's no hunting on the other side. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. You're not going to believe this. My grandfather never allowed hunting on his farm because he never allowed the hunters to come and hunt on his. He had 400 acres of land, and he never allowed them to hunt on the farm. And my daddy did not hunt after I found a rabbit in the freezer, and I thought he had killed Thumper, the bunny rabbit. And I was a little kid, four years old, and my daddy took it out of the freezer, and he never hunted again. My my family, no, that, that, no, they didn't, no. Wow. That may be something yeah. I wouldn't have known, but improved these days. Uh... Yes. Now, how how could you know that? I mean, you how how could you have known that? You no, there's oh that makes me really oh god that makes me really happy now. <laughs> did he ever did he ever wear bib and braces all the time? Have I what? I, I I just saw the man wearing bib and brace overalls. You know the a brace? No, bib yeah, and brace. What did he call them over there? What's that? What's that? Sorry, Kathy. He he said, did you know somebody who had the braces and overalls? Braces, like on you know, teeth. Like those overalls. No, brace, like, braces. Oh you know, as in overalls. The overalls. Oh my God! Yes. 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 That's all my grandfather ever wore. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because he he was as we call him. If he'd have been English, we'd say he was a bit of a rumbum. He was a he bit of a rumbler. No. Rumbum. A bit of a rumwum. Um, he was a straight shooter. Oh, he yes, he was, and uh, unfortunately, my my grandfather wasn't the the warmest of people. Yeah. And if he, he said it, it didn't matter whether you needed it or not. He said it. 
But he's yeah, changed. my dad. He's different now. He's different now. Yeah. I hope he is, because my mother's up there with him. Yeah. By the way, you're not on the Hades, are you? I'm what? Can we get please? Are you in the Hades bedside? Am Are I... you in Aries, Kathy? Aries. No, I'm on the cusp of Cancer and Leo, July 22nd. Okay, well, who was the Aries then? Because you just showed the uh, astrological sign for the Aries. What month is that? March. Yeah. Eight? March, April. <laughs> March, April. I don't, I don't remember. It may have been my grandmother, because Sue and I were talking about March. Remember, Sue? Yes, I month. got... Yeah, it's funny because I got 17 for March. I I I don't. I'd have to check my my. I, I know my my father was in August. My mother was in December. And uh, other than that, I I don't know. I I don't know. I one one question. Um, I I had a reader tell me one time that there had been another female child that was born before me. Are you getting anything of that? Because I've never heard of that in my family. I've never heard anyone mention it. I've never heard anyone say my mother had a miscarriage or anything like that. I was going to say that the only thing I pick up on that is a child that never made it. So she did it? She was pregnant before? Yeah, but only it was, it was like a miscarriage. It wasn't. Because what I've been told is, and this I think is called the grandmother, is, child being born at that time, it would have caused a lot of problems. Right, okay. So it must have been a time when they were sort of extremely poor or, or things that wouldn't have worked out. It was really not good. Wow. And it was just, it was just delayed. Wow. Well, all my life, my great aunt told me that... I was born for my father. That my that my parents loved me so much, but my my father worshipped the ground I walked on. So now that uh, that that makes sense too. Yeah, because I, well, I'm saying I'm just asking about your dad now. Hmm. You're asking asking me what? I'm asking to see what's happened with you. You know, you said you hadn't heard from your dad. Um. And all I'm getting is, they're showing me, they're showing me legs, legs that weren't working. Um, especially, so did you ever, did you do your dad's toenails? Did I what? Did you ever do fix dad's toenails? My father had surgery on December 23rd um, that left him a quadriplegic, and he was in a nursing home, and he was paralyzed, and I used to go clip his nails and cut his hair and take yeah. care of him. Because he showed me I a pair of toenail clippers, so that would be something that didn't know the... So he's just saying he's there, just, you know, try you know, open yourself to the fact that he's there. And, and try and sort of meditate a bit, and they'll come through to you. 
I feel so much better just even hearing this because yeah. and I also always, you're not alone to say it. I'm not alone. Oh, you won't be for long. I'm not alone. I know that. Yeah. No, he, listen to what he said, Kathy. Say that again, Mike. You're not alone, and you certainly won't be for long in the in the physical sense in the world. Yeah, I'm having a hard time, Sue. I could, he was garbled. What? What he's trying to say is, you you're not alone, and you're not going to be alone in the very near future. Oh, oh thank you, uh, thank you for that. There's no hope in it. Mike, I need to ask you: um, Have you got this guy's number, um, address, postcode? <laughs> Oh, really? Can you, like, Kevin call me tonight? <laughs> or email, all we don't mind. Do you know any teachers? <coughs> any teachers? Yeah. Yes? Right. Is one of those teachers called Chris? Oh, wow. Uh, uh, he's not passed. And no, he, no, in this world. <laughs> romantically. No, I can't, I, 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 I can't think right now. Um, I, I don't know. But you can bet your bottom dollar I'm going to be watching out for Chris's in the world from now on. Good. <laughs> I love the yeah. name anyway. Yeah, watch out for that. He's a school teacher. Or a, or a territory. He teaches people. Oh, wonderful. My kind of guy. I love that. I love that. I would love that. Because I, yeah. I'm, I'm 56, Michael. I'm 50, 56. And I've always so been I. with someone. Pardon? So, my. Are you? Are you, are you single? Yeah. <laughs> Good decade, that look. You made some crackers. <laughs> now, what I'm saying, what I'm getting from them is that this time you won't be an afterthought. This time you're going to meet somebody who's going to stimulate you on an intellectual level as well as just, you're not there just there. You've got to not give as much as you do and accept it. But you've got to learn to accept the love they've got. I, I require... I require a cerebral person. I have to have an intellectual person because I'm a very cerebral person, and I have a high IQ, and I de am a thinker and, and a doer. And uh, I want a person that's going to make me a priority, not an option. But did you know what the, part, the second part of the message was? What? Hey, you have to accept the fact you're worthy of what they, the love they feel for you. It's not all about giving. Yes. I have to accept the fact that I, you I have, have to, to let them do for me. You have to accept the love that they're giving you, not just be giving it to them. You've got to learn to accept it. That I will do. That I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for love right now. I have I have tried. I have torn this chain off my heart, and it was rusted closed. It was rusted shut. It's been closed for seven years, and I have turned away some good men. And I am, and I know it, and I regret it, and I lost a really good one. 
uh, two years ago, and I'm ready for. I just want someone to come into my life. It's just gonna, uh, that it will love me as much as I love you. They will, because now you're ready and, for it. And if there's any fit, nice-looking guys in America who are approximately 56 or maybe a little bit older, I'm sure she wants to know. Or younger, it doesn't matter. <laughs> or younger, um, who would like to take Kathy on a nice little date, you can email asksueshow at gmail.com. She comes with and a very a big reference, part of gold. <laughs> Sorry, tell again, Mike. I said, if he's here to call Chris, I'll pay for the bloody meal. <laughs> I'm five foot four, blue eyes, blonde hair, and I'm re- I give real good hugs. <laughs> good hugs, 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 food for the soul. I'm all for hugs. You know what, Michael? I am too. And even Sue is across the pond. She hugs me every day, and I hope she feels mine. And she's such a a powerful presence in my life. And because of her, I've now been able to talk to you, and you have put my heart at rest about several things. Well, good because Sue's special, and she, she you know, it's it's only the staff for Sue. Don't tell her I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I appreciate. I mean, you really blew my mind away with some of the things you said because you wouldn't have known any of what you said. I mean, you would have had no way to know it. Unless you got the messages. <laughs> well, can I just say, Michael, you're saying about me being special. Well, Kathy helps me in the shows, and she's definitely right. She is a thinker. She's so bright, and she's just falling in a hole, and all of her mates need to get together, and this girl's going to be going places as well. I'm not the only one. All of us oh, tonight on this show are going to go somewhere, and she's definitely coming up with us. I'll tell you, she's, she's got it. She's got it. That's why... <laughs> It's important now that you look towards developing yourself. Yeah. You see, today's, see, today's the rest. The beautiful thing about this is that when we 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 help others by helping ourselves, we help yeah. ourselves. I mean, by helping others. And That's and it gives me such it. great pleasure. Uh, I I do a lot of volunteer work, and I, I um. It gives me great pleasure. Uh, in, in fact, last night, and this may sound so silly, but I went out for dinner with one of my guy friends last night, and and we were and we he's not a boyfriend. We were sitting talking about how I've got to break through this pain I'm in, and he got up and went to the restroom, and there was a woman sitting in a an elderly woman, in a, sitting in a booth about feet from me by herself, having dinner and having a drink, and she was so lovely, and she was. She was so lovely, just a beautiful lady, and she had to be maybe 75. And I get up from my booth, and I walked over, and I leaned down, and I said, pardon me, but what is a beautiful woman like you dining alone for? And she looked up and just smiled at me and thanked me, and I just turned around and walked back to my booth. Well, Bill came back and sat down at the table, and when she got up to leave and walk out, she walked over to the booth, and she said, I want to thank you for coming over and acknowledging me because you made my day. And Bill looked at me and said, that was the nicest thing you did. And I said, what do you, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't have a forethought about it. You know, it was, I, I saw her, and my body, my heart led me. My mind didn't. My heart led me over to give her a hug, and she came and hugged me goodbye when she left. And, you know, I just want the same kind of man 
to come into my life that's that compassionate and caring, and he's got to love animals, and he's got to know how to fish. Well, believe me, it will happen. Thank you, Michael. I know you've got a lot of other callers waiting. You may get a choice, too, to know it's called James. What, James? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Romantic. I do. Ah, uh, former. Oh gosh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, that's. It just hit me. Um, we're having. Oh God. We're having lunch tomorrow at twelve o'clock. Ah. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> He's my best friend. Yeah, likes you, don't he? I'm sorry? Does he like you? Does he like me? Yeah. I called him up one day, and I I was I was sad. And I, had been, I stood in the shower that day, and I said out loud, Kathy, you're alone, and you don't even have someone to bury you if you die. And... And Jim called me later that day, and I told him, I said, you know, Jim, I really, I, I really, I don't want to be alone anymore because if something happened to me, I don't have anyone to take care of me. And God is my witness. James said, I'll take care of you. And he's there for you, there, you see. So Grandma said he's okay. Oh, he's a wonderful guy. Well, yeah. What are you waiting for? He's- <laughs> 12 o'clock tomorrow. Well, I'm going to be looking at the James and the Chris's, believe me. Yeah. No, Grandma or Grandpa hadn't said anything about a cowboy, have they? That's the one I lost. Cause I kept him waiting too long. Well, you won't be waiting too long. This is your time now. Okay. Right, so Kathy, you've got to get your little head together, get yourself sorted, love, and get ready for tomorrow. I will rest well tonight. I thank you so much, Michael. I can't tell you how much your reading and all the insight you gave me has touched my heart. You're I feel lighter. I, well, my my whole body I'll, feels lighter. Pardon? You, you want me, so do you want me an uh, email address later? Because I haven't got the uh, website up yet. Yeah, certainly. Give it a shout out. You know, if you're ever stuck and you're feeling down, you know where I am. Listen, I will definitely, you will definitely hear from me. And I'll even send you a photo, just my face, so you know who I, you know. I won't send you one of me, God. People put photographs of me above the fire to keep the children away from getting burned. No, but I mean, you know, if it, are you doing what you do, maybe there's something you could see in me and my face. I mean, I don't know. If it'd call me crazy. I don't know. But so Orders. thank you. What, honey? What? Auras. Auras. I, I couldn't hear. My accent. Yes, 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 yes. It's yes, yes. mad. Yes, auras, exactly. I will get your information from Sue. And Sue, my lovely, precious soul sister friend, I love you so much. And I honor you so much for all that you do 
And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on and and to talk with Michael today. And and I know other other folks are waiting. And and uh, God, I'm 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 humbled and I'm I'm I feel I feel like I have hope. I my heart has hope now. Good. And I'm just I am just so glad that Michael was able to confirm so much that we said yesterday as well. So listen, you go off, go and get chilled out, listen to the rest of the show, and I shall speak to you later. Okay, love. Thank you. I will talk to you later, honey. Okay. And again, Michael, okay, I'm you hugs, and, hugs and kisses, Michael. I'll talk to you soon, love. And goodbye, and you everybody. Too. And <laughs> thank you, honey. <laughs> bye, bye, y'all. Lots of love. See you later, Kathy. Charlo. Well, I think it's safe to say you won the award for that one, Michael. <laughs> oh, well, do me best. The, the trouble is, you know, this is no the problem we've got with Skype. It's, it's quite clear at the moment. But then as soon as we have it on the three-way, then it starts to crack up a bit. So I'll just try and be interpreter for you. <laughs> so, right, we'll go to the next caller, okay. Mike. Is that okay? Yeah. Michael, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me, can Hello? you? Good, okay. I'll go, we'll go to the next caller. Um, area code 520. Hi, how are you doing? Hi. How are you? Hi. Oh, thank you, Sue. Thank you so much for being there for us. It's okay. Who are we speaking to? Hi, this is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. How are you doing? Sorry, now, our phone lines are really not very good today. So if uh, Mike says something and you miss it, I'll try and repeat it as best I can, okay? Thank you. And I, I, I send you energy for your cough, your cold. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. So, Michael, how do you actually work? Do you just start talking to people and then you get stuff, or is there anything that you need off them? Yeah, when people talk, yeah, when people talk, I tend to get um, energy from them. Um, I ask them not to give me any information, details, such. Um, um, and then we, uh, you know, it goes from there. It's about um, it's all about, you know, getting the um, the energy from that person and then the energy then can, can um, how do you, how do you, um, you know, it, it just it just flows from that, you know, it's... Yeah. Can can you hear Patricia okay? Yeah. Uh, I, I think what I heard him say is it flows after a while. Yeah. Can you, Mike? Can you hear Patricia? Okay. Yeah, just. Oh, we're gonna have a good one here then, aren't we? <laughs> so, um, so, can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. yeah. Go on ahead. We'll see what we can do. Uh, uh, my son, who's 32 years old, I wonder what energy you pick up around him. He. Uh, you know he's he's uh, what I'm saying is I'm sorry. It, it is coming to change 
for the change? Um, has Peyton been depressed? Hello? I'm sorry. He He's working on improving his life. Yeah, because the change is coming in. There seems to have been some depression. Now, is this down to a separation or a divorce? Yeah, um, he had a girlfriend that he said he would not commit to her, make a commitment. He didn't see it as a lifelong relationship, and she just does him. Yeah, well, just after Christmas, going to meet somebody else who's going to bear children with him. I'm sorry. Just after Christmas, as we get into the new year, he is going to meet the lady that will bear his children. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you. I'm on my knees. Thank you. I was just so worried about him. I've just seen the picture. She's got long open hair. And she comes from a place near the river. Oh, God. So I don't know if you've got a biggish river by you. He does where he lives. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in the same uh, state that I live in, but he lives five and a half hours away. Yeah, because what I'm seeing is a big river. Does that make sense to you, Patricia? So she's from a place where there's a river. Uh, yeah, and um, I'm on my knees thanking God. I just, my son's having a hard time, I think, with the holidays and stuff, and he really he doesn't want me. Has he started college yet? Sorry? Has he started college yet? No, I've, I've encouraged him to go. I think that's where he's going to meet her. I think he's going to start in the new year. Because to me, there's a change coming in, and it's actually going to college to improve his work abilities. Oh, great. Now, oh. work wise, he's going to change to the better. So, I don't know if it's some kind of uniform service he works for. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the last part. See, I see it in the uniform in the, in, the, in the future. A uniform? Yeah, something okay. like a medic, you know, paramedic or... Okay. But could be even, even be a solicitor or a lawyer. Oh, my heaven. Oh, my heaven. I'm just glad he's going to make it through the holidays, and yeah, he, has, he has something wonderful. I oh, oh yeah. God. Tell him that look, he's going to meet a lady with auburn hair, long. She comes from a place near the river, that town there. It'll be known for it. I don't know where it is, but it's known for this river, and she will bear him children. Oh. Oh, I'm... This is his last disc was on his own. Yeah. So you see him 
fairly steady in his mind and stable. Yeah. This woman come in and she's going to support him emotionally. She'll help him through college. He is going to do well. He is, she's, there, she, she's an angel, this one. Um, he's an angel. Well, and he is too. You know, he just needs to realize yeah. that. And I think he is. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you don't know what you've done for me. <laughs> well, Pat- Patricia, add us on Facebook, okay? And uh, so we can keep updated and let us know how you get on, okay? Oh, uh, so I just love you. I like listening to your show and I was listening to the other caller. And we are feeling blessed for different reasons, but I think for the same reason that our hearts are put at peace. And thank you so much. It's hey, quite right, Patricia. Thank, thanks for? so much for calling in. Thanks for calling in, Patricia. Thank you. Uh, can I listen? Yes, of course you can. I'll put you on hold, okay? Thank you, and, and Merry Christmas, Jeff. Oh, and you too. Catch you soon. Okay. Sure, bye-bye. Um, I, I think, again, well done, is all I can say. Well, well that well. Oh, oh, my life. Um, Catherine, our Kathy that's just been on to the talking to you just before that lady... She's put in the chat room. Sue, tell Michael that I just went to his website. I didn't think you got a website. Mine? Yes. Oh, I had one. Someone must have done one for me. I'm not sure if she's got you the right person, but she said, and I think I'm in love. He is such a handsome man, and his eyes are as blue as mine. Oh, but handsome. My mother used to feed with cattle. What? Say it again. My mother used to feed me with a catapult that was that ugly. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on to negativity, you silly Billy. Uh, right, let's Darn move it. on to the next caller. This time seems to be so fast, got 25 minutes, so... Um, How do you get on the right. chat How do you chat room? Sorry? Yes. How do you get on the chat room? Well, well, we're not telling you at the moment, because it'll mess up your Skype even more than it already is. Oh, well, <laughs> Right, we've got area code 707. Hi, welcome to the Asu Show. Hello, how are you? I'm okay, thank you. Who am we speaking to? You're speaking to Ceci. How are you doing, Michael and Sue? How are you I'm doing? Fine, I'm awesome, always awesome. Bless, bless, bless. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Have you got a question for Michael? Um... Just, you know, general, I guess a general forecast of uh, what he sees. I know it's like a so all over the place. I guess if I'm going in the right direction um, that I would like to go with in my, I'll say, moving event. You're moving home. Say that again. Sorry, did you say she was moving home? Sorry, I didn't catch it either. Ceci, did you say moving home or did you say moving forward? Moving, moving events. Like I'm I'm in the process. I've moved and I feel I'm in the process of moving again. And once I get there, so I'll be moving again and just trying to put it all together. Right, well, because I think the next move you make is going to be a big one. 
our next move would be, you see, successfully defeating, let me have to revise along, but successfully defeating your dragons. Um, well, see, it, it's almost as if you're fighting something from the past here. Okay? Mm-hmm. Your next big move is your biggest. Mm-hmm. And, th- and this is going to result in you going to the depths. Okay. So I take it there's a... I take it there's a... There's a what's a name? There's a, a spiritual connection to this. Um, I don't know. <laughs> if not spiritual, then medical. Medical? No, not medical. Well, it's spiritual. So, um, no, I mean it's just I'm I'm going to go to school, go back to school there, or something. But the move I want to make it would be spiritual, and I would be overseas. I want to go overseas, but um, I've not been uh, comfortable here for a very, very long time. And when I try to adapt to make myself comfortable, um, I'm finding myself having to move. So I know this next move will be for me to finish. I lived in Liverpool, England, all my life. Uh The biggest move I made spiritually was when I moved to London. Okay. And I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified to make the move. That move is your big move. That's the one that's going to open the door up for you. Okay. The victory oh. is yours. But it'll involve fighting your demons. And that could be, to me, is you worrying about um, the things... Worrying about the things that... that could say about being out of your comfort zone. Because to me, see, two places come up here too. And I bet it's okay. neither of them, but they're both relevant in both ways. Hawaii and the Mediterranean. Say say that again. I missed the last I had seen Mediterranean. Yeah, have you got any connections to Hawaii? Hawaii? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere near Hawaii. It's a part of California that is almost near Hawaii. <laughs> okay. Um, but I love Mediterranean, you know. I love the because air over there. What I'm picking up is a Greek connection. Oh, okay. That that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was... Um, but that, if you can make that move and 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 comfort yourself in that, it's going to be good and overcome your fears. No looking okay. back. Okay. Guaranteed. Sounds good. Yeah. So? Yep. Lisa's there as well. She just asked me. Oh, is she? Yeah. No, let me... Okay. Does that make sense to you, Ceci? Some of it, because I couldn't hear uh, some of it. He was saying a, a dragon, so, uh, you know, I'll see. Because <laughs> yeah. I can well, only hear We've got a terrible it. problem with the sound with the Skype tonight, and I do apologise for that. 
That's okay. It happens. Trust me, I understand it happens. It is the Jack and relevance? Jack irrelevant? No. No, dragon. dragon. Dragon? Oh, I love dragons. So I, like I see. Too. I see visions of dragons when I'm. Ah, uh, well, that's um, not nah, For people. You know, so it's, a, it's, a, it's some connection to that that it's going to propel you forward. You don't realize yet just how fast. Okay. By the okay, way, what part of California? Um, I'll be going to northern part of California, uh, near oh, St. Helena. I, I, I live for a while. I live for a while in Idlewild, which is just south of uh, I'm LA. down the street. I'm down the street. I'm actually 12 miles from Idlewild, California. Hemis. <laughs> You're in Hemis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Another place I want to go to is St. Helena in South, uh, Northern California. So. Uh, well, it's a big opening for you. It's a big opening. Well, okay, then, Ceci. Well, thank you very much for calling into the show. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll speak to you soon. Okay, thank you, love. Thanks, Ceci. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um... What is Lisa's area code, Mike? Um, two one five. I thought it was. I was looking, thinking maybe it was. I've got to bring my special lady in for the last part of the show. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing, love? Let Hi. Me know when he's on again. Hi, Sue. How are you doing? Good, Aunt Rose. Yeah. There they hey, are. Rose. Aunt Rose wanted to say hi, Sue. She's like the psychic of all psychics. <laughs> Hi Rose, how are you doing? How are you, dear? Oh, full of a cold. Any healing is gratefully received tonight. <laughs> you have a cold? Yes, full of it. Oh, how's Michael doing? Hey, how's my it's favorite Aunt Rose? Michael. I had I reach you wherever you are, Michael. Oh, that was a pain in the butt, aren't I? How are you, Michael? All the better for hearing from you. Oh, my. I'm looking forward to seeing you soon, Michael. You'll be coming oh, over okay. here. So, it was because of Aunt Rose and her illness that I got to go over to America. Yes. You're, oh, really? You're to come back here. People love you and they want you, Michael. They well, over here, they're just you. trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you'll be coming to see Aunt Rose, right? Uh, hey, listen, love, me and you are going to race sack when we get there. All right, my honey. I hope you have a good holiday. Nice and you. To you dear. Say nice hi. To All right, you guys, do finish up the rest of your show. It's a, it's an amazing show. We and Aunt Rose just wanted to come in and say hello to you. <laughs> I love the show. It's beautiful. And good Thank you very much. It's just a shame about the Skype, but other than that, it's been really, really good. Oh, it's wonderful. Well, I think Sue's going to be doing something with TV anyway, Aunt Rose. She's a Gemini, so she has something going on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, she sure will. See, that's it. That's from Aunt Rose, the psychic of all oh. psychics. Right, Mike? 
Well, I tell you what, everybody keeps telling me I am just very much being quite patient for me, but it's getting to the point of um, I'm a doctor with no patience. (laughs) (laughs) Gemini's usually are impatient. They want things to happen immediately. So you have to learn to have a little more patience, dear, because you will be fine. I'm telling you. Well, the, the trouble is, Rose, it's not the fact of just having patience having the funds and the financial support to do it. And sometimes things don't all run for free. You can put spiritual movement into it, but it's very difficult. It all runs with money still, doesn't it? That's exactly right. But you will be fine. I know you will be. Not to worry. Like I said to Michael, he also is going to be... There's money coming in for the Geminis. Mm -hmm. I like the idea. I I quite like you already. You can be friends with me, that's fine. She's the best, Sue, I tell you. She's done a reading face-to-face with me, and that woman is gold-plated. Excellent. You guys are wonderful, and you both are going to have a bit of luck with financially. Coming in about the middle of February, you're going to get a financial boost. That's if I survive to the middle of February. middle of February. That's when you're going to get it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Rose, you'll have to come on the show one of these nights. All right. That would be wonderful. I would love it. Yes, that sounds that. good to me. I'll, I'll get I your will, number off Lisa. I will be. My Lisa is the best. <laughs> yeah. Lisa is the best. But oh, Lisa, she's a, I would be delighted to be on the show one day. Yes. And, and that's what we'll do. Excellent. And, uh, Rose, thank you so much for calling in. That sounds good. We we just got to sort out Michael's Skype. All right, you guys go finish up your show, and uh, we're so uh, happy to be able to talk to you both again. You I both have you. a good evening. I'll talk to you later, Mike. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bless her. I tell you what, we we definitely need more people like them in the world, don't we? Oh yeah, Rose, Rose and Lisa are two of the, the finest people you'll ever come to meet. Exactly. I, I don't pay compliments a lot. <laughs> <coughs> you don't take compliments a lot either, though. I pay them. I I know, but you don't take them a lot either. Well, I mean, egos. Who needs one? No, exactly. You know, because do... when it boils down to it, I'm not the best psychic, I'm not the best meme. All I am is a telephone. I'll pass a message on. If someone phones up and says you've won the lottery, you don't kiss the phone and say, what a wonderful phone you had here. It was just doing its job. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, my chest is getting worse and worse. I can feel it tightening up. Right. We'll do one more caller for the road, shall we? Right. What what do you think? Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, let's go to... Now, hopefully I haven't gone and picked the same number again. Area code 207. Are you there? Hi, Sue. It's just me, Dee. Hi, Dee. How are you doing? Uh, I think I'm doing better. I'm just sort of checking in to see if... um, because I know there, I, I suspect that there are some things going on with my situation that are not kosher, shall we say. And I'm just wondering, I just um, have a referral for a lawyer, 
uh, which is not in not um, it's in in my state, but not in my area because I don't think I'd get a fair shake from a lawyer in my area because I'm it's so my case is so well known. I'm just wondering what might like you know what you pick up about what's going on or what anybody on the other side might have to say about it. Right, take the leap of faith. Go for it. Okay. Um, what what area are you in? I'm in Maine. Um, I'm in ha- I'm in the count. We call it Hancock County, and because of, because my um, my situation's been so well publicized, and I've and be, talked to different lawyers before, I don't think I'd get a fair shake from somebody that's right here. In- now in Vermont or somewhere down there is there a place called Cook County? What county? Cook. I, I, you said Vermont, right? Yeah. Okay, I know Vermont a little. I lived there for a few years in two different places when I was married, but I don't. The one county I remember distinctly, I remember two of the counties, but not not all of them. I've got a feeling Vermont has got something to do with it or something. There's a connection to that. Because I do, I do have a good friend in Vermont. Right. And I, as I said, I used to live there, but I don't. Two counties I remember are Washington you, County and one other, because I hate Washington County and Maine, so I don't know. Okay. Right. Hmm. <coughs> Interesting, because I did the lawyer that they, that um, somebody on. I went to one of those three places online, and they found me a lawyer in Portland, which is I'm familiar with Portland. It's our largest city, and I was born there, so. That's better than, Where's Portland? than my county. What? Portland's in Maine, is it? Port, that's Portland, Maine, yes. We have Portland, Oregon, but when I think of Portland, I think of yeah. Maine. Right, because I'm getting the leap of faith. Take the next chat. Uh, someone's giving you the information, take it and trust it. Um, yeah, I'm hoping they will because I'm supposed to be. I haven't seen it yet because I've been praying on it for one thing and asking for help from all my ancestors from Salem and across the pond all the witches in the family um, oh we'll be behind you well I'm the reason I asked for their help was because the letter I'm supposed to be getting is supposed to tell is um, prompted by the town's lawyer because it's something to do with keeping that eviction order in place where I have read in the newspaper before that the, the, the selectmen are saying that that they that it's out of their hands they said the order's in place so why they need to keep it going I don't understand Something doesn't smell right to me, and as somebody else pointed out to me, what they picked up was that there is something going on that is definitely underhanded. It looks yeah. it looks okay on the surface, but it's shady underneath. I feel like I'm getting getting a shot here. The pa- you know the person you're fighting against? Who's the one with the dark hair and glasses? There is one with curly hair and glasses, and I can't remember. I think the short, stocky one, John, has might I think he doesn't always wear glasses, but Jim does. Jim is tall with curly hair, and this is an unfriendly person. Did you say unfriendly? If he's unfriendly, John Bannister can be. John Bannister can be nice, or he can be unfriendly. He's one that likes someone, to take about twenty yeah. minutes to rant and rave at a, at a selectman's meeting before he calms down. Yeah, well, someone's someone is manipulating the situation from their side. I, I suspect that, and I suspect their lawyers manipulating some things because once before, yeah. 
when somebody came to see me from a group called Elder Care because of my age, she um I thought in the beginning that, that the selectman had sent her and then I found out later that it was the lawyer that did it. Mm. Mm. I don't trust their lawyer. I she has a firm what? and the I it's a lawyer quite hefty, you know, got a few pounds on them. Oh. I just don't Someone I don't ran trust that legal team who's got a few pounds on them, dark hair glasses, and they have any Yes, he's, he's stocky. I was, he's yeah. short and he's stocky. And yeah. Look I into don't... him. Look into him. You'll find things out. Oh, well, I know what he's like. He's, he's in the rock no, of a little thing. If you're someone looks into it, he will find discrepancies that he can't argue away. Uh, I would, that would not surprise me. I know on Friday I have a caseworker that's supposed to take information to um, the, the, um, the housing authority in my area, which um, apparently I'm qualified for a Section 8 housing, which is a voucher, which is for low income, which has to be used within 60 days. And there is a group, at the land trust group, that's interested in, if you know, if it can go through, being able to take over the property. But what I'm hoping is that maybe if I have any success with a lawyer, there might be something I can do to reown the property, considering the discrepancies and the things that have happened. Um, oh, you will reown the property. Yeah. What? You will reown the property. I will reown it. Yeah. I thought I was wondering about that because somebody suggested to me contacting the Grand Masonic Lodge in Maine, and I am very well connected to that. I'm I'm a suspended member of the Eastern Star, and my on both sides of my family we have Masons and. My father was like especially active. What? Is this like... What? <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. It's just like an old house with a porch. My house? Yeah. No, my house doesn't have a porch. It's a gambler so roof house. A house with a porch. Mm. I don't know. I never... We didn't. Because I'm seeing there's a connection to that, the person. What did he call it? Like an old. Farmhouse? Hmm. A farmhouse with a porch. Yeah. Well, I know that John doesn't live in a farmhouse with a porch. Mm. And I don't think. A Jim might. He's the tall one with the glasses. Because he has the Blue Hill Farm Country Inn, but I haven't. Huh. I haven't seen that place in years. Have a look at that because there's whoever's doing it. Whoever's doing it is whoever's doing it is. um, Whoever's doing it is manipulating quite a bit. Uh, That doesn't surprise me. One of the selectmen died in September, and he was a cousin of mine. And Mm. he was very um, he was very much in favor at the end of his life there of my of my having the house back or at least being able to stay here he told some people that have been working with me you know do whatever you have to do but keep her there because he i think he knew how much this meant to me because it was his great uncle my grandfather who built this place right and there's i've I've known the things are not kosher i won the first round in court and then somehow the appeals all went in their favor (laughs) And I know there were things. I know that the judge didn't just because he was retiring do a kindness to what what people would consider an old lady. Because I don't call myself old. I say I'm 64 years young. 
And I think I think it's ridiculous because he found in my favor, and yet I didn't see how they could possibly say, well, wait a minute here. Yes, I admit that I have a back property tax issue, but when it comes down to it, if they they have three different times when they could when they supposedly would have taken my property and then putting a lien on it in 2009 for 2008 taxes saying they took it in 2000 makes no sense the judge said it was called yeah, into question this, about when they took it and who owned it yeah someone's manipulating this 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 whole situation because to me there's an mm. agenda in the background yeah somebody wants Somebody Something must want this property for something, but it's a residential area. And yes, even though and, and if you tore, if you took down all my Japanese knotweed and all my, you know, the trees and stuff, you could see the main road, not from, the, you know, could see out to the main road to the con, to the cove and to the bay. I have prime property. It's only about a half an acre, but it's prime property. Well. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut That's you short because we're down to uh, just okay. the next three minutes. Look out so for thank that you guy. so much for calling in anyway, Dee. Thank you, Lloyd, about that guy. Okay, thank you so much. This has been great, okay, very Dee. informative. Okay, Dee, thank you so much for calling in. Cheers, Okay, bye-bye. thanks. Bye-bye. And I would like to apologise for all those people that have been waiting on the phone lines tonight and um, wanting to speak to Mike. I can obviously see why you'd want to because he's obviously shown his very much good and very true colours. So thank you, Mike, for coming on the show tonight. More than welcome. Oh, it's been More just a shame welcome. about the Skype, but other than that, it's been fantastic. Now, Get me my Mike, address, or... I was just... <laughs> Stop reading me, will you? Because I was just about to say, I'm watching the address so people can get in touch with you. Oh, no. It's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-O-T-T-E-Y, at hotmail.com. So that's michaeltotty at email.com, yeah? Yeah. No, at hotmail.com, sorry. sorry. Oh, hot- I'm, I'm having one of my tears again. It's all right. Hotmail.com, yeah? Yeah. Excellent. Now, do you do private readings? Yeah, I do private. Um, you know, people are interested in... Um, yeah, just just give just give just give us a, a, an email and sort it out. Excellent, that's brilliant. So anybody who's like would like an um, a reading with Michael, please give him an email, michaeltotty at hotmail dot com, and uh, he will sort you out later. <laughs> Michael, oh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really do appreciate you're that. Well, it's it's an honour. And 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 are you free next week? I'm free next week. I think we may have just adopted a co-host for Wednesday, so that sounds good to me. So, thank you very much, Michael. Speak to you soon. Take care, love. Okay, good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, I've gone and pressed the wrong button, so we'll say good night to Mike. Thank you very much to everybody who has joined in the show tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure to have all of you on tonight. Oh, I've really, really enjoyed the show. I'd like to thank all of you <coughs> for joining us. And uh, obviously we'll be back shortly tomorrow night, same time, 9 p.m. UK time. That's 4 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you very much for joining us, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Good night.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.